Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm your hostie, and I am so, so glad that you're here. I have got another really exciting conversation in store for you today, but I wanted to give you a bit of a life update and also check in on you. How are you doing this December? There is so much intense energy in the air in this month with all of the rushing around, doing last minute Christmas shopping. Um, I hope you got a lot out of the episode last week and I hope that you are mindful or have become more mindful about whether you're spending in alignment this kind of season right now where there is a lot of spending, a lot of sales, we're just inundated, right? Within our mailbox with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and all of the Christmas goodies and sales out in store. You might have a lot of Christmas dinners and events on at the moment. So I hope you're looking after yourself financially, but also I hope you are looking after yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally as well. I hope that This season for you, although is intense, is also a season for you of rest, of reset and of relaxation, whether that is that you, you know, pencil that in or schedule that in after Christmas time or not. But my little life update is this month, I have really, really focused on making December a month that I go inward. So Usually I'm very outward in this month. You know, I'm also doing all the running around and all of the crazy sort of prep for next year. And I actually had that scheduled in. I had a launch scheduled in for December, like a big launch for Online Boss Builder, which I've now moved to later in January. I had lots of workshops and masterclasses scheduled in. And although I have still got them ready and prepared for you, my love, I really realized that this whole entire year I haven't taken a break and I could really see how this was taking a toll um, slowly but surely on my health or my physical health so my body in the beautiful way that it does started to talk to me and started to speak to me through breakouts and headaches and swollen tonsils and um, a few injuries around the neck and the shoulders at the gym, you know, things that I wouldn't normally do. What else? What else? There's been a few things. Um, bloating, bloating has been a really big one. And as of recently, and I really want to be an embodiment of what I teach. You know, my business isn't called her soulful success so that I, say those words and claim to be, you know, all about holistic success and for women in business to achieve some form of alignment um, with their values and some form of balance, integrating all of the things that are important and not be doing it myself. And I've learned so much about hormones, about energy healing, about myself, about what I've made success mean in the past and what I choose to make success mean for myself now. And the new beliefs that I have around abundance that I've chosen for myself, one of them is the happy and the healthier I am, the the wealthier that I am. You know, we get to define what our lives are going to look like based on the beliefs that we choose for ourselves. And this was a really, really big one for me this year. So with my body speaking to me in this way, I couldn't ignore it because it just wouldn't be me being in my integrity. So I actually reassessed all of the things that I had planned for December. 
as hard as it is. And yes, my old patterns, my old hustle mentality, all of my ego driven, you know, fear based thinking around, oh my God, you're not, you're not going to be successful. And how can you do this? And all of the things came up, you know, to resist this, this intuitive and intuitive nudge, but also to resist what my body was telling me to do softly and quietly. So it didn't, you know, manifest into full blown burnout just yet. I had those thoughts, but I have done the work to know that those thoughts don't define me. And I have, yeah, reassessed my whole of December. And this December, I'm choosing to do things so differently. I am spending more time on myself. I'm doing a bit of a mindset reset. I'm going back to the basics and things that I teach in my courses and programs and my one-on-one clients. I'm doing them myself. I'm going back and doing my own work. I'm releasing more old crap and trauma and emotional blocks. I am investing in my body. So I'm doing a bit of a health reset. I'm going to the gym. I am going for my walks. I am weight training again because it makes me feel good and confident in my skin. I am really spending a lot of time in the kitchen. Like I kid you not, last night I got the kids home from childcare at about 4.30 or 5 o'clock and I actually only finished tidying up the kitchen at 9. I cooked a meal for them, my own meal from the health reset program that I'm doing. I prepped, I actually made my own pumpkin bread. What the heck? I'm so not a baker. I made my own bread. I prepped this chia pudding, like an overnight pudding for the next morning. I'm really trying to, just for the moment, and again, this is not advice for everybody, but just going through um, a couple of weeks of resetting my health by cutting out gluten and dairy and anything inflammatory for my body just to check in with my body and reset it to a nice equilibrium. So this has been my month and it, yeah, it feels really good. This is the season that I'm in. So I invite you and I always say like, I do not have nearly enough conversations with my podcast listeners, you loyal, beautiful women that listen to my podcast. I don't get to speak to you enough. So I honestly, like I'm, I'm begging you to DM me and let me know what season are you in? Or perhaps maybe you are in this season of hustle, but you want the permission slip to slow down and to go inward. Like I am, let's talk about it. Or maybe perhaps you are in full blown, like make shit happen, ready, preparing stuff for next year kind of season. And that's cool with me too. Let's talk about that. I want to know what season are you in this December? And I'm so excited to hear from you. But moving on to today's conversation, I've got the incredible Tanita on the show. Tanita is a reader, healer, coach, and teacher who supports others to pave their own path in alignment with their soul's purpose. She has one foot inside the spiritual world and the other in the finance world, working part-time in the financial planning industry. Embracing the polarity of these two energies, she is able to share tools, practices, and insights into how we can expand our gifts and abilities to live in alignment with our purpose and create a life that fulfills us at our core. So all of the things that you know that I am so obsessed about, and this is why I had to have her on my podcast in one of her latest trainings, she taught over 180 people about the Akashic records. I always want to say Akashak. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, 
Akashic Records, guys. Okay, and you will learn about what that is too if you have no idea what that means and how to access their own soul's wisdom. She now focuses her work in the Akashic realm by guiding women to step up to their calling to become Akashic Record readers. Oh my goodness. Why? Why did I have to say that three times? As well as launch their own soul-aligned businesses. Now, we're going to be talking about trusting your own path, which makes sense with what I was talking about before, you know? We can sometimes give our power away and listen to other coaches, what's happening online, what other people are doing. But really learning how to trust your body, how to trust your intuition, how to trust your gut, how to trust and follow your own desires and know that they are safe to trust is a whole different story. And we go deep into that with Tanita. She talks about what it means to cultivate inner confidence and mm, such a juicy conversation there. And also how choosing to cultivate inner confidence actually can lead to you being empowered to actually chase your dreams. Such a beautiful conversation. So let's jump straight in. Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me D because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. Hello, gorgeous Tanita, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super honored to be on and really excited to just chat about all things today. Me too. The reason why I have you on today, well, there are so many reasons because you're amazing, but we actually did a live together. Was it last week? Has it gone? Yeah. Last week. So quick. We did a live because you have created this incredible free IG live series. And I feel like what you've done and basically what Tanita's done is she's contacted beautiful soul-led soulpreneurs and it's just having these beautiful organic conversations. I love organic, genuine conversations about what it's like to run a soul-led business, what it's like to scale a business and I just thought to myself instantly when you do this, wow, this is exactly what I would have been watching if I was just starting out. So what a gift to the audience. But um, I thought no brainer to have you on the show today on my (laughs) podcast and I get to interview you. So how exciting. But tell the audience a little bit about yourself. We love a good story on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So like, and I know we're going to get into <laughs> I know we're going to go deeper into your uh, into your story because we're going to be talking about trusting your path, finding inner confidence and chasing your dreams, juicy topics. But 
where did it all begin for you and how did you become an entrepreneur? Great question. And I love telling this because there's always new things that I remember or rediscover about myself when I tell my story. And just a little side note, it's so important for us to reflect often about where we've been and the journey we've been on because we find out new things about ourselves. So a little sidebar there. But my journey really began when I was a young child and I was able to see spirit and I was very connected with the other worlds. Um, and what had happened, I grew up in quite a tumultuous <laughs> um, household, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Throughout that time, I really just closed off my abilities, became very scared. I didn't have the support around me to be able to know what I was going through and tools to help me move through that. So Throughout my teenage years, I really closed down. I honestly describe myself as just a shell because I didn't know myself at all. I was battling with anxiety and depression and just really low self-worth, you know, doing silly, stupid things that, you know, it just, it breaks your heart to think that kids do that. And I wasn't alone in this either, but I just had no sense of who I was or what I was doing. And I was so out of touch with myself. And that led me to put myself in really silly situations. Um, But what had happened was by a miracle, I met my fiance and he really helped me create a nice safe space for me to rediscover myself. And through our relationship, um, we actually fell pregnant by a really beautiful surprise. And the minute that I found out that I was pregnant, I had this realization that I could not and I would not raise my daughter with a mom who didn't know herself. I was so committed to getting to know myself so I could be the best mom for her. And she honestly saved my life because Without that wake-up call, I don't know where I would have been. I don't know what I would have done. And it led me on a journey that took me so much farther than I could have ever imagined. And now it's not just about her, right? Like I am now doing this for me. And I think that's a massive shift and something that I feel like I could never have said before because while she saved my life, it's like now I'm doing this for something that's so much deeper than just being a mum. While that is incredible and super needed, I need to be a good mum for her. What I've realised throughout that journey is that I'm here to do bigger things. I'm here to help more people. And for that, I'm just, I'm so grateful that she's taught me how to do that, right? And you just think like this little tiny baby is taught a grown woman, how to love herself, how to know herself. Like that is a gift that I'll never be able to give back. And I'm just so grateful for that. But that kind of hopefully gives you just a really brief shell of an understanding of, you know, the journey that I've been on. Yeah, I've got shivers. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that having a baby as well as then having a business are both very different, but definitely very big teachers in yeah. life. Yeah. And 
in so many ways, my kids have challenged me and taught me a lot (laughs) about myself. Um, So I can resonate with that deeply. But I think it also, like, I just want to highlight that it does take a lot of Oh, a lot of strength and a lot of courage to make that bold move. I think that women always go that that have this process or go on, have this a similar journey to you where they fall pregnant and they're like, something has to change. Mm-hmm. They almost look at that and think, oh, doesn't every woman do that? And I don't think that's the case. I think that is something that you should really be proud of yourself for. And that really demonstrates your courage to want to make that change for yourself whether it is for a child or or not, because a lot of people in the same position may not have had the courage to do that. And it does take a lot of courage to go on a self-discovery journey, which I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about now and what that looked like. Cause okay. So we have a baby. What were you doing? Um, what were you doing in sort of like the workspace before having your child? What was your career like? Yeah, so I so just I moved out of home when I was 17. So I moved up uh, down to Brisbane and I started to go to uni. Um, what were you studying? I was studying psychology and counselling, but my situation had changed in relation to my finances. So um, without kind of giving too much away. I thought that I would be supported, but I, I wasn't anymore. So I had to stop going to university. I had to get myself a full-time job. And I just remember sitting there applying for all of these jobs, just praying that I would get something. And I ended up falling into um, a financial planning firm. So I'm still with them today, actually. And I think a lot of the reason why I'm still with them is because they held me throughout that time of mm-hmm. not having anywhere to live, not really being able to rely um, on on my family, on, on a support system. So I'm really grateful for them putting me through, you know, that whole time. Um, and I still work with them. So I was in that financial planning space for a while. And then because I'd kind of fallen into that, and again, it wasn't by... Um, it wasn't what I initially wanted to do, I guess you could say. I just felt even more out of touch with who I was. So before I fell pregnant with my daughter, I was experiencing panic attacks again, but to the point where now I couldn't even go to work. I could not just get through the day. Um, it was just getting really, really bad. And then I fell pregnant. And what was given to me was, you know, nine months really of time to really consider where I was and what I was doing so from the minute I found out I was pregnant I knew that I would be going on maternity leave for 12 months I was like I'm taking this time to myself to just do what I need to and spend time with my bub but actually what happened was through the nine months of me I went started going seeing a psychologist again, started seeing healers. Um, I started seeing spirit again, and it was just kind of overwhelming. So I really needed more support people around me, got a really beautiful mentor, all of that sort of stuff. And then when I had that 12 months off, I realized that I needed to do something more than just work within this job that really didn't see me for who I was. So that's when I started my business. 
That's so beautiful. So you are working part-time still in the previous role. And I think that is just so nice and refreshing to hear as well, because a lot of the time we assume that it's, you know, all or nothing, that we have to go all into our businesses. But especially for women who have families to support, um, you know, put food on the table, contribute to paying the bills. That's not always an option. And if you are really wanting to create a soul-led business, meaning that you are focusing on attraction marketing, you are really creating a lot of free content. You are giving a lot of yourself energetically at the beginning and perhaps not getting much back because you're not going out there, you're not guerrilla marketing, you're not, you know, putting money behind marketing potentially. Just everyone's in different positions when they start their business. And I think it's so nice and refreshing for women to hear that it doesn't have to look like, you know, you quit your nine to five, right? It can also be there. It's not always black and white. There are different ways to live your life that work, um, yeah, work differently for you. And it's just about finding the right, way for yourself and I'm so glad to hear that you did start (laughs) your business because what an incredible business you have now so how do you from your own words how do you currently help your clients and what is it that you do with the women that you work with in your coaching business yeah great question and before that you know I also want to touch on that when when you do start a business like this and you have that intention to really help others and be in this type of industry, of course, the first um, desire is to have that beautiful business that you work in full time. And there have been times where I've been really frustrated at the fact that I can't jump in full time. But I know that for me right now, this gives me the opportunity to not put that pressure on myself. I'm still working through a lot of things, you know, personally. And I know that having this flexibility of being able to just do what I wish through the business and not expect a return, that's going to help me set up my intention and deepen my integrity in my business for me personally. Yeah. For others, it's beautiful to jump straight in, but for me, I need that flexibility. I need that freedom. And it helps me deepen things in my business that I possibly couldn't have done before. Absolutely. I think that it helps you stay out of the scarcity mindset. So for me, that listeners that know my journey, I did go into my business and I quit my job um, when I probably didn't have to. I actually quit before my maternity leave was up because I just felt like I wanted to cut the cord. I wanted, I felt like I was going to thrive under the pressure and it worked out well for me. But in saying that I had a partner who could more or less cover the bills and support our family. So it's not like I did it alone as a single mom of two kids. Right. And I want to be realistic about that. And I'm not saying that you can't do it, but you also have to look at what it's going to take for you to do it that way and then decide whether that's something that you want to do. And like Tanina, you, you mentioned, if you want to really feel in allow yourself the space for creativity to flow without that pressure. You're not going to be in that scarcity mindset. Your energy is going to be so just clear and beautiful when you are serving your audience. They're going to feel that pull naturally, which I have no doubt is going to quantum leap your business (laughs) and grow your business a lot faster. Like I, even in the short time that I've followed you, I've already seen like huge growth and (laughs) just 
it's it's in the it's in the vibe it's just in how you show up more than anything else so you're going to do amazing things so yeah we've got this part-time job you've had a baby you've gone on a self-discovery journey and it sounds like just to recap a little bit on what that looked like as well because some of them are like okay I don't know who I am either but I don't know where to start for you it was a psychologist yeah um a a mentor because I'm sure there are women listening in going you know, sometimes I feel lost, but I don't know where to start and who to look to. How do you find mentors, counselors, psychologists that you can trust? How was that? How did you find that process? How did you know who to turn to or who to speak to? Great question. I think this is really important as well, because we don't know the help that's out there until we know what's out there, right? It's this paradox. So it can feel so lonely and overwhelming. And when people tell you, tell you there's help out there and you're like, well, I don't know where to find it. Then I think this is really important to touch on. So thank you for asking this question. Um, For me personally, it honestly just looked like going to my doctor and saying, I don't know what to do and I need help and just completely bearing everything to her and to be completely honest that doctor was the first person that ever really saw how bad my internal world was and I think from there there was lots of um like just for me to be able to admit to admit what I was going through brought a lot of softness to my inner world something that is really important to any journey is that awareness and that acceptance of what you're going through, no matter how scary or hard it was. So for me, it was going to the doctor, (laughs) showing her everything and just saying, I need help. Um, She led me to seeing a counselor and a psychologist. And through those sessions, I got to really sit down and deal with what I had been going through. And we backtracked through my childhood. And that's when I, really remembered that like I I knew so much more back then that I'd ever let myself really take credit for and and I'm talking about my intuitive nature my psychic abilities my ability to speak with the other side and that's something that I never you know explored in my later years so that remembrance Um, and acknowledgement kind of just triggered something within me that I couldn't ignore anymore and then once that got reawakened within me it was almost like I'd put out this beam to the other side and I was just getting absolutely hounded by spirits on the other side and I had no idea how to deal with it so I remember you know just literally putting a call out searching on Google trying to go to all of these different shops to say I need some help I need people who can help me because I'm you know I'm really overwhelmed at the moment so what had happened from that was I found a really beautiful woman actually on Instagram and she had actually reached out to me because I'd put a story up and this is just the funny way that the world works because if I'd given up because I didn't find a healer that really resonated with me or a mentor. If I'd given up, you know, I I wouldn't have found anybody, but she'd reached out to me and we just started our relationship from there. Um, And then I found a healer down on the Gold Coast that um, I've seen a couple of times and she was really helpful for me to remember a lot of what I was experiencing and, um, you know, where I'd been. that That was really helpful. But for anybody who's going through this, 
I want you to lean on the resources that you do know and remember that they open doors in ways that you might never be able to comprehend and don't give up on yourself. Mm. And what I get from that is just start where you know to start. Like for you, it was just the obvious, I'm not well and recognizing that mental well-being is you know, you can see your GP for that just as much as you would your physical well-being and just starting at the literally the only place you knew and then trusting slowly. You probably didn't trust yeah. in that moment in time. Um, but, you know, life will give you more of what you're searching for and what you're focusing on, on and what you're calling out and calling in for. So yeah. that's really beautiful. Okay, so now you have engaged in your healing you've got a daughter you're working part-time you have reawakened your spiritual abilities and your gifts which I would love to speak to you more about if you're open to doing that of course how do you help your clients now in your business what does that look like um forgot to circle back to that before sorry no (laughs) No, it's fine this is a great question I I really just help people remember the depth to them I think that we are incredibly powerful beings and we have this innate ability to be connected to source and our spirituality and our own power and I'm really here to help people remember Um, I do this through teaching people how to read the Akashic records and own their own soul business and, you know, reawaken that power and that energy within. My thing, every time I get asked this question, and even when I ask myself and my guides, it's you're here to help people remember. And I want to touch on that in a minute, the remember aspect, because I'm sure someone might be going, what do you mean remember? Like, isn't it discover? (laughs) Isn't it find? No, it's remember. So I'll go back to that in a moment. But for uh, women who might not know, uh, Mm. what are Akashic records? Yeah, great question. (laughs) And this is, I really love talking about the Akashic records. They are, so for For each of us, every living sentient being in this universe has their own base of history stored in the universe. So what I mean by this is that you have lived many lives and experienced many things and all of this records of this are kept within the Akashic records, which is an energetic field um, up stored in the Pleiades star system. So through this process of Akashic record reading, we we tap into this space. But to bring it down in a really um, easily digestible way of understanding this is that the memories that you hold within this lifetime are stored within your body, right, in your brain. But then the, the memories and your your purpose and what you're doing here on this earth, all of that deeper knowledge, that that thing that just connects us and drives us through this life, that thing that we're all yearning for, that connection, that's all stored within an energetic field in our Akashic records. And I love tapping into this field because one, we're always connected, but two, downloading information from here it does help you remember you know why you're here who you are and that deeper deeper layer behind this 
person that you are in today's moment. Does that make sense? (laughs) Totally, totally. And then what you would be doing with that information or like the clients when they're, they're coming to see you, are they looking to discover that or remember that, which again, we'll go back to in a sec, in order to use that as fuel and as purpose in whatever it is that they choose to do in life and in in their business. Yeah, definitely. The other really beautiful thing about this is when we're in this state of remembrance and this, we're in this state of understanding who we are, we get to explore the different gifts that we hold and the different ways in which we're meant to serve the people around us. So we all came to this earth with a different mission and with different tools to complete that mission. And when we get to remember that, it helps us walk that path with a little bit more confidence. Yeah, I love that. And I can imagine doing a session with you and learning that information would feel really, it would just feel really centering. Like it would just feel really grounding and peaceful. I love that. I must book you in, my love. (laughs) And I want to, like, I'm always so curious um, and I hope you don't mind, but what, what, so is this a channeling process when you're Mm. connecting with a client what is it when you're receiving this downloads and this these downloads and this information? Is it coming through as a feeling? As is someone speaking to you from the other side, inside giving you that information? Um, is it coming through as thought and as words? How do you receive the downloads yeah. when you're channeling? This is a great question. I love that you're asking this. For me personally. I receive through this just inner knowing and and through feeling. So um, I am a Reiki practitioner through that that time that I took off maternity leave. I actually underwent some some Reiki trainings where I am trained in that. And what that did was awoke this feeling within my body where if I'm doing a healing with a client or if I'm in a reading with a client, some parts of my body will light up and they'll have, you know, stories behind them, but it is a process of channeling. So this information just drops down to me a lot of the time, or I'll see images in my mind or words, or I'll just kind of have this inner feeling. But for a lot of us, this can translate into this just inner knowing there's no other way it's like mm. almost taking a different route home and you just don't know why but you're feeling called to take you know a different way home and then what you might find is that the other way the way that you usually go had so much traffic you know just this inner knowing and that's really what I tap into and what I help people tap into because that's that's our intuition that's our inner psychic ability and when we can hone in and focus and strengthen that then it can come out in all different ways but those are the ways it works for me personally for other people it can be they hear words um, they have like taste in their mouth or they can smell different fragrances or they get sensations over their body so the way we receive messages can be very different for a lot of people yeah I love that and I love the process of um like taking that feeling and Mm. then 
putting words to that feeling and what that feeling might mean. Like you said, like Mm -hmm. the message just drops into my body, but then you're able to verbally express that um, to your client. And I do, and when I'm doing energy clearing with or removing energy blocks with my clients, they get so surprised by the process because the process actually requires them. I don't tell them because they'll get into their heads. It requires yeah. them to use their own intuition, yeah. um, but they don't realize that they're doing it because at that time and at that point they don't believe they're intuitive, but it is it, it is noticing where the block by through asking questions yeah. Um, and feeling into the body, dropping back into the body, they know they can locate their own blocks on where they're feeling uncomfortable and stuck. And then it's a process of putting colors, um, like that's practicing kind of like putting logic and like tapping into your subconscious mind to figure out what that might mean, putting like colors, an object, a weight, a size to that feeling. And then asking it basically, like, what are you here to tell me? What is it that you're here? Why are you here? And um, when I guide them through that process and they eliminate their block and they, they get rid of it, they're always like, oh, wow. Like that was so simple. I'm like, and you know what? You actually did that. Like you did the work. All I did was prompt you with some questions or prompt your subconscious mind and prompt your body and prompt your intuition to like step forward. So I love that. And I love, like, I don't think we've ever spoken about that on this podcast before. So I think that it's, I think that it's very interesting to people that haven't done this kind of work to really kind of, take out the what is it what like not the misconceptions around it but maybe like the mystery behind it right the mystery behind it um okay what was my next question I've completely lost my trail of thought I had so much to (laughs) ask you I had so much to ask you we were talking about Akashic Records you working with your clients where were we going with this you are now the women that you work with are they mainly women in business yeah it's interesting when I first started my business it definitely wasn't but what um what happened was I created this program to help people tap into their own Akashic records and at that time I was doing you know one-on-one readings with people I love doing it so I spent um a lot of time creating this program I was super excited about it. it was you know, getting a lot of interest. But then what had happened was I'd actually had a couple of people reach out to me and say, I want to, I want you to train me how to start my own Akashic Record reading business. And when I launched my first program, how to do it for yourself, I literally had one person sign up and I was like, okay, that's very interesting. And the feedback from that was, no, we want more. We want you to teach us how to do it for other people. So I took that program, I expanded it, poured all of what I know about how to run, you know, a, a reading business, how to read for other people, how to receive and translate these messages that come down. And I had like 20 people sign up and it would blew wow. my mind because I was only in like that very first stage of my business I'd never you know done anything like that it was just this beautiful validation that this is what you're meant to be doing and it was a feeling that I'll never ever forget because 
we chase after this feeling in business, whether you're in a soul aligned business or not, we chase this feeling of validation from our customers. And that was really the first time that I'd not only felt it from them, but I'd felt it from myself. Mm-hmm. And that was a really big difference. Um, can I just also point out something that I'm obsessed with, <laughs> which is more mindset related, is your ability to go, one person signed up. What is the problem here? What more do I need to know? What is the lesson? Not, oh my God, this is crap. I can't do this. Yeah, I give up. Right? Yeah. I'm a failure. Oh my gosh. The <laughs> amount of times that I coach my clients through, okay, it wasn't the outcome that you wanted. No biggie. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm yeah. like, it's no biggie. Like you're going to go through this many times oh, yeah. and you're naive. And I, I think it's important to highlight this. Like you are naive if you believe that from day one that you start, even if you purchase all the courses, yeah, even if you do all of the things, even if you got your marketing funnel set up there, yeah. you, you, it's never going to be a straightforward overnight success and even if you do get that overnight success there will be lessons in that like the lack of preparation for that success <laughs> the lack of, yeah you're laughing if you're like yeah. yep that's I've been there yep <laughs> 20, from going from one to 20 there's a lesson in that as well there are mm-hmm. lessons and they're all meant for you and if we can just look at the process and this is where like I'm backtracking a little bit here as well oh. but this is where I, I want to connect all of these dots This is where a decision like working part-time in a job or whatever it is, having a second stream of income while growing your business can be a really great option. If you're not able to fully trust and surrender, if you don't have, if you can't pay your bills and you're struggling to stay out of that scarcity mindset, it's going to be very difficult for you to keep going. So bring that safety in your business so that you can trust so that you can flow. And so that when things happen, like one client signs up, you can celebrate the shit out of that one client and then go, okay, but I know that I want to make greater impact. What was missing here and how incredible to go from one to 20 by just going, what more, like, what, what was I missing here? It's so beautiful. And again, like something that not everyone is able to stop and ask, um, get out of their heads, dropping into their hearts and just asking, what is a solution here? Um, what is a lesson that I need to learn? What else can I do to get the result that I want? That's yeah. amazing. And one thing that I want to touch on too is if I did give up at that point, right, I could have easily lent in and seen that as, well, I didn't get the result that I wanted exactly like you said. You know, I didn't get what I had been hoping for. I could have easily closed the door on that one and said, oh, well, but I went into it with an open mind and look what had happened. Now I'm running, you know, round three of that particular program. We've had, you know, so many women come through there and it's so beautiful because like you said, that particular lesson opened so many more doors for me and you have to have resilience in business and we're constantly learning this but it's important for you to remember if you're in business you're here to serve your customers and ultimately if you're not giving them what they want you need to be flexible in shifting and changing and becoming the creator that they need and serving them in the way that they desire totally so much 
so much behind those words. <laughs> want to let that land, let that sink in, let that land and feel into that because there, are, yeah, there is so much in that. I have literally just realized where where I wanted to take, kick off when I lost oh, my good. words before I lost where I was going to ask you. I have a piece of paper next to me and says the words "remember." Oh and yeah, remember. Yeah, go back to this. <laughs> I mean, okay, so for some, for some remember might not make sense just that word of like remembering your power remembering your purpose because they're so separate from it they don't feel like they've ever known it or had it and a lot of the time we hear stories like I think it's part of like our mindset that we grow up in we're conditioned to believe you figure yourself when you grow up who are you going to be when you grow up there's this like there's this misconception that you're somehow going to learn more and become smarter and greater (laughs) and more conscious as you grow older. Um, But you just mentioned it's about remembering how powerful you are. What do you mean when you say that? Yeah, great question. And this word for me holds a lot of power, but like you said, it's it will, it will land differently for different people because we have such different meanings behind the words we use. So there's a lot of things that I mean behind this and you touched on that to begin with. It's this, I want you to remember the fact that you have all of those answers within that you are never at any point in your journey at any point in your life at any year that you're, you know, age that you don't know the road ahead that you don't know where you've been, that you don't have the tools within you to help you go where you need to go um, or you desire to go. So that process and that word of remembering is awakening you to the fact that if you were to suddenly lose everything, that you would be okay because you know who you are and you remember what it is you came here to do and how you can do that. There's this other part as well of that word that you don't need anybody to tell you what you're doing. You Mm -hmm. don't need anybody to tell you how to do a specific role or how to, you know, learn a certain way. I think that is something that's really damaging. Yeah. As a child being told this is the only way to do it. And this is actually something that kills entrepreneurship is there's one way to do it. Um, and I, this word remembering is remembering that you are a creative being and that you've got all of those answers within and you can actually find everything that you need within. It's, it's this process of disconnecting from the world in a way that helps you reconnect with yourself in a healthy way, of course, <laughs> not, in a, not in an unhealthy way. Yeah, oh, I love that so much. Let's talk about inner confidence. Yeah. So it's something that you put down as a topic that you feel passionate about and that you'd love to speak more into on the podcast. What does inner confidence mean to you? Why is it important to you? And I'm guessing to teach your clients or coach your clients through as well. Mm, Thank you for asking this. And yeah, it is really important to me because, you know, considering my journey, I was someone who... Honestly, I was someone who could never make decisions. I didn't even know what I wanted for dinner, let alone what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I didn't like. And I put a lot of weight on the people around me to help them make those decisions for me. 
And that for me translated in lack of self-worth and a really low confidence in myself. And through this process of, you know, self-development for me, it was about understanding that I can make decisions. And even if I make, you know, the wrong decision, and I've got like air quotes here, I will be able to carry myself through it. So this confidence for me is about knowing that I've got the strength and the courage to get through anything. And I think that's important for people to understand about themselves and find that within themselves because it can be a scary world sometimes and you need to know that you have your own back in any situation. So inner confidence for me is about having your own back and knowing that you can get through anything. Yeah. It's like having a really solid relationship with yourself, right? Yeah. And I love the part where you said like, quote unquote, make the wrong move or make the wrong decision because what is a wrong decision? Yeah, literally. (laughs) You have your own back to navigate the outcome of that. And I think it's really relevant Right. It's relevant to what you were just talking about before, remembering your power. And I think for a lot of women, this is so we're going through such a big conscious shift, conscious shift. (laughs) It's afternoon now. This is where I start. (laughs) (laughs) You can definitely hear the difference between me on an afternoon podcast (laughs) in the morning. Like in the morning, I and honestly, my audience, you guys might think I who is this the same day? Like depending on the sometimes I'm like can't stop talking I talk 20 miles an hour and I have to remember to slow down and this afternoon I'm feeling very slow like I'm really feeling into everything that you're saying and taking my time and sometimes too much time now I'm slurring my words that's so funny no not at all and I'm exactly the same it's so funny watching the ways where we hold ourselves and you know this actually speaks to to confidence being able to say like you know, this is me. And, you know, I, and I, what I was thinking before you even said that is like this inner confidence is being able to say like, this is what I'm really great at. And this is what I'm not so great at. It's this, it's this feeling of like, just being able to love yourself no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Having to apologize for your whole self. Yeah. And your light, your imperfections and the parts where you perceive to be perfect and the things that you're really great at and not. And I love that you teach this and that you're passionate about this because as I was trying to say before, we are going through such a big (laughs) conscious shift right now. And I think women are waking up to realizing that they've apologized for too long, held themselves back for too long, put themselves into boxes and cages for too long and enough's enough. And if we're truly wanting to be soul-led business owners, we talk about authenticity and showing up authentically. That is impossible Mm -hmm. without having cultivated inner confidence. And can I just say like, that's not easy and that's going to feel quite shit at times. Like, like I just, you know, but it gets easier. Like yeah. me a year ago to say on this podcast, oh, you know, sorry. <laughs> just, just, I get a little bit slow in the afternoon. That would have been embarrassing to me or yeah. I would have edited that out. It just, it, it takes practice. And one day I just decided, well, why does that have to be embarrassing? Why does that have to be, um, I mean, I know this is like a small little example, but I I hope you get what I'm putting down. Mm. How does it have to be 
you know, hidden or edited or mm. removed. This is who I am. This is how I be. And just accepting yourself helps you. One, I feel like it helps in so many areas of your business. Also like the productivity. I'm able to get so much more done and show up so much more freely having inner confidence in my business. I don't know about yourself. Have you found that from the, like the day you started showing up on stories and have you gone through that own sort of process and journey in business on social media yourself? Yeah, hundred percent. I remember that first time I like set up to do a story. I was like, had my hand there shaking like crazy. So I had to go lean it against something. And I was so nervous, but like you said, you have to have this solid foundation to say, well, like no matter what happens, I've got this. And even if it doesn't go the way that I expect it, I know that, you know, I'm still going to love myself after and I'm not going to give up on that either. It's this resiliency as well. Um, And I think that not only if you cultivating this inner awareness and inner acceptance and inner confidence not only helps you on your journey, but it actually helps all of the other people around you as well. By you and I being vulnerable on this podcast, you know, my my hope and my prayer is that we can help create a safety space for others to be a little bit more vulnerable and real and raw because it's so easy to have an idea of you know, this is who I have to be to own a business, or this is who I have to be to be a mom or, and if we can break down that stereotypes that we've been taught, then the world would be a much, much better, more real, raw place. Totally. I do a lot of fear work with my clients Mm. in the mindset aspect, um, but also in the energy aspect and how to navigate fear. And for a very long time, I used to teach coach speak about fear of failure. And I've actually only just recently realized that a lot of my clients and I think a lot of women, and I can, I'm not talking from a pedestal. I never do me included. We're often actually not really afraid of failing. We're afraid of being of failing and being seen. Yeah. We're afraid of people seeing us fail. So we're not actually afraid of failure ourselves. That's not like the whole going back to your journey of like, I launched this course and one person showed up to somebody else. That would be horrific. Not because like, if they didn't have the thought or the fear of other people seeing them and that one person also seeing that they were the only person that showed up there wouldn't be a fear there'd be excitement oh my god someone wants to work with me yay but because we have this fear of being seen when we fail or or people seeing us fail it really blocks and prevents us from showing up and the reason why I truly believe that that women struggle to show up on social media, to grow their businesses on social media, to take action. Like we often talk about like, how do we stay motivated? How do we do all of the things? How do we stay consistent? Is because of this fear of being seen to fail. If we didn't have that, how easy would it be to just give it a crack? It would just be so much easier. So it's so important that you do this work. And I guess how it ties into the Akashic records. (laughs) It's getting worse. It's getting worse. I've got another podcast recording after this. So yeah, got me. That's so funny. Uh, you, yep. 
is, as I was saying, now put my serious back, uh, serious voice back on. How that would tie in is like when you can connect deeply to the purpose, remember the reason why you're here, it makes it easier to have that inner confidence to show up. It fuels that inner confidence, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's one thing to you know, fail or whatever, if that's what you feel like you've done. And then it's another thing to share that failure with others, right? Like I didn't have to say, I didn't have to come on this podcast and say that because like you said, to some women, it could be seen as like, I could never imagine like a launch going like that. And that's part of, you know, why I'm here. I'm here to bring that realness to business and life. Like I'm a mom, I work part-time and I own this business and I'm so incredibly passionate about it. But also I'm here to bring realness to it and help you remember that, you know, you'll be fine no matter what. I love (laughs) that. (laughs) A really simple message. Yeah. It's like a real mom message. It's like, you'll be fine. You will. Yeah. Fine. Oh my goodness. I love it. Tanita, tell, I know that the women listening in are super inspired by this conversation. They're going to want to get amongst your energy, find you on Instagram, figure out maybe how they can work with you, find out when you're launching your course. And so tell us all the things, how can we, how can we get around you a little bit more? Beautiful. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that you had me on. We get to talk about all of this beautiful (laughs) stuff. I honestly could talk about it for days. So thank you. Um, But you can find me over at at Tanita Sasha. And I'm actually going to be launching round three of Akashi Sisterhood Circle. So that's the eight-week program to help you become an Akashic record reader. So if you're interested in learning about this energy, learning how to channel messages, learning how to read for other people, then come and join us over there. I'm currently in the midst of getting ready for a free three-day training. So you'll want to look out for that. It'll have heaps of information about the Akashic Records and it's a really fun time. How exciting. Oh my goodness. This has been so much fun. (laughs) And I hope that you ladies do go ahead and head on over to the show notes because we will have all the links for all of Tanita's things there, including her website and Instagram, all of the things. So go ahead and check that out. Tanita, thank you so much again. It's been so lovely to have you and I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Hold up, girlfriend. Before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, align business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goss and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode.
beginning, I just didn't know. 